It's the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm gonna tell you, brother. Take this, brother. I've always dreamed about having a brother. Brother Michael. Number six for Colvin. My brother Anakin. Perhaps we're long lost brothers. We're brothers. We're the Colvin brothers. Tell your brother the stockyards are ours now. Colvin brothers on Z93. But Marge, I want to see my brother. So, what does your brother do to you? Mom always liked you best. Stephen I am your brother. The Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown. <laughs> on Z93. It's family. One word song titles. Nothing gets me down. 
It's Sunday, and you know what that means. It's time for the Coleman Brothers on Z93. We're always doing something different with themes this week. One word song titles. This was all you. It was a great idea. We could probably do like seven or eight shows of these because I was like trying to figure out what we're going to put up. I'm like, wow, there's really a lot out there. We could do some Adele. There's a lot of Adele out I'd there. I'd love to play some Adele. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Jump from Van Halen, I thought it was a perfect way to kick things off. You got the energy. You got the Casio keyboards. And of course, we're still, we're still mourning Eddie Van Halen, by the way. Jump is a song that everybody knows. It's their most successful single that they've ever done, but it's everywhere. It's in minor league baseball parks. It's in major league baseball parks. I think hockey. I don't watch hockey, but I was reading that uh, one of the hockey teams, probably Tampa Bay Lightning, used it as one of their intro songs. I mean, you're, you're a guy that loves rock and roll. Well, I, you got to remember, I was there when it came out, and we were disappointed. I remember Mr. McAdden's science class, where's the guitar? I don't like this keyboard crap. Uh, so, But we got used to it. I mean, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as when David Lee left and we had Hagar. But it was it was still a bit of a shock to the system to see Van Halen go so heavily into the keyboard thing. So Van Halen jumped going out to Lucas, hanging out at Bennigan's in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> I think I worked there, too. And speaking about hanging out, Mad Mike was out and about this past weekend. I uh, did my first wedding in a very long time. I've done a total of four since the pandemic hit. But it was my first one in six months. Nice. Uh, it, it's like riding a bike in some ways, but there are other things you get out of practice so um as you know because you've been djing weddings for a couple of decades you know you want to make sure the night before that you get all your music in place and this and i realized that i'd never gotten the ceremony music from the bride and it's just one of those things that normally i would have you know it would have been the top of my mind but you when you haven't done it in a long time yeah it is i was like oh wow so i emailed her and she didn't have anything picked out in her head so i wake up the next day it was like there was four choices. Hey, what do you think? But it didn't come like you know, like sometimes people will email you something and it's not there. Like it's like the kind of thing that Breckman would do, right, Breck? Hope you didn't pay full price for those dungarees. They're full of holes. And it was so I, I there was nothing to click. But I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna get there an hour before the ceremony. I got time. So I tracked the bride down and she tells me she wants this wedding medley by Anthem Lights. Which is like a very oh, I just had that. Really, <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. I did, I did a wedding in October. Okay, somewhere in Newburgh. Yeah. I, I forgot where I was, but yeah, they picked that same song that I got off of YouTube. Yeah, it was a very, it's very white bread version yeah. of, of white bread song. So it was like you know, it was like as as generic as it could possibly be. <laughs> That's so but it's funny. what she wanted. And it was four and a half minutes long. And it was going to do the job. Yeah, yeah. So it was an outdoor ceremony, and the weather was holding out. Thankfully, bride and father walking down and. At the absolute worst possible time, the mother of the bride stands up, cane in hand, and yells out, Where's the wedding march? <laughs> Mr. DJ, why aren't you playing the wedding march in the middle of the ceremony? So I was like, um, This is what your daughter told me to play. Yeah. And her daughter like, does one of the face palms and is just like shaking her hands because she, you know, she's had her mother her whole life, so she knows that she's capable of pulling one of these. Like, it was insane. <laughs> like the whole place was just like, What are you doing? That's the worst. <laughs> I, I always love it because it's like someone always has to say something because if, if there's a song that's played that's not really, you know, getting the dance floor hopping or if it's a skip or anything, everyone turns around because, you you know. Oh, it's always our fault. When we talk about skips, we don't really have that anymore. It's always our fault. But I remember, you know, a real quick story. Michael had me do a wedding probably in 1999 mm. and he said, I just brought you the CD. It's brand new. Unwrap it at the wedding. Okay. I unwrapped it. I think it was I'm Amazed, uh, you know, the yeah, I, song. I, I, that's, I had the same problem. I opened it up, played it for the first time time uh, and it skipped and yeah. people of course blamed it on me well i had I, I think it was the same copy because i had that as my first dance and i remember where 
I where I was playing, it had like a circular sunken dance floor. Remember this place, Capri Four Hundred? Oh, yes. I was at the Capri Four Hundred, right? Oh, Which man. was like the the low budget of all low budget wedding spots. And I remember the song just skipping like crazy. And I, I what was I going to do? What do we got next for one word song titles? All right, this goes out to Speedy Gonzalez. Speaking of the kinks there, he's no longer with us. But as we've established, you know, we often send things out to our dead family members. Oh, yeah. So this goes out to a friend's dead father. Uh, big fan of Three Dog Night. I have the vinyl at home. This song written by Hoyt Axton, Shambhala. It's the Coven Brothers on Z93. Wash away my troubles, wash away my pain, with the rain in Shambhala. Wash away my sorrow, wash away my shame, with the rain in Shambhala. daytime they would explode darkness say one word i swear with the colvin brothers on z93 night swimming 
deserves a quiet night The photograph on the dashboard Taken years ago Turned around backwards so the windshield shows Every street light reveals a picture in reverse Still it's so much clearer I forgot my shirt at the water's edge The moon is low tonight Swimming deserves a quiet night. I'm not sure all these people understand. It's not like years ago. Fear of getting caught. A recklessness of water. They cannot see me naked. by every day night swimming remembering that night September's coming soon pining for the moon and what if there were two side by side in orbit around the fairest sun the bright Ever drum not describe night swimming. You, I thought I knew you. You, I cannot judge. You, I thought you knew me. This one laughing quietly underneath my breath.
Coleman Brothers on Z93. This week we're doing for you one-word song titles and uh, R.E.M. Night Swimming. Michael Stipe uh, wrote this song about a group of friends who got together for skinny dipping one night back in the day. Mm. And it <laughs> brought up a story, which I'm not going to name names, but in 2004, uh, one of our staff members decided to have everybody over her house after the game. It was like an end-of-the-year summer party. I'm picturing this. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. So, I wasn't there, by the way. I wasn't there. Yeah, so we all went over there, and at some point, you know, people are, you know, drinking, having a good time, and we ended up in the pool. Everyone had their clothes off, but the but all the girls took our clothes and ran to the woods. Oh, wasn't there a movie that does that? There's probably a bunch of them. Yeah, but we... So were we, we at Camp Crystal Lake? <laughs> <laughs> there was no Jason Voorhees, but apparently... Or his mother, from what I understand. Yeah, spoiler alert. But, oh, as we got out, but as we got out of the pool to run after the girls to get our clothes back, the father, which nobody knew was home, steps out and says... I am not happy about what's going on right oh. now, folks. Oh, my God. So we got in our cars, and we changed when we got back to the stadium. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. All right, so this week, the Colvin Five topic of the week is misheard lyrics. Yeah, this was actually crowdsourced. Mama Kating Mary suggested it. And I was like, you know what? That would make a great Five topic. So we've got you know our official Five, but an honorable mention goes to this one because I've been listening to this song for almost 50 years and never put this together. Jackie Kunda, who's uh, the wife of a good friend of the station, Scotty Kunda, I did their wedding uh, many, many years ago, from Billy Joel's Piano Man, and the piano, it sounds like a carnivore. <laughs> it just made me laugh, so I threw it in. I think that's probably something that's good for you because you've been doing this for so long. Mm. When people are writing things down, you're like, oh, what's, what song is that from? When I worked at Tape Town, that was my job. Like, they would come in with just a line, and I would have to not only figure out what song, but what tape was the parent to that song. So that that was a role that, of course, you know, the Transworld Inc. was the name of the corporation. They're long since gone. Yeah. They had no appreciation for that skill set, but I, that's what my, my role was. And now it's an app. Yes. But before we get to the five, I had two. This is for, uh, you know, my sister Carolyn, our sister Carolyn. And Jennifer, they would always play Madonna La Isla Bonita. Okay. And the beginning of it, we always, me and Carol would sing Last Night I Dreamt of a Bagel. <laughs> <laughs> but it was St. Pedro. Oh, that works. So we still use that to this day. And then I brought this up a couple shows ago, mm. is a Snap uh, Power. Yes. And instead of getting kind of heavy, I would say the former Houston Astro third baseman, Ken, 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 Ken and Eddie. Oh, Ken, yes. Ken. Ken Caminetti. His, his heart famously exploded from all the steroid use. Michael had it on a 12-inch from back in the day at Decos. I most certainly did. Number five, Denver Darren and Mighty Jeff Semancic. There's a bathroom on the right. Everyone says this one. Well, it's CCR. Fu- it's funny because that was, you know, the song came out, let's see, uh, Bad Moon Rising, I want to say 1970. So, you know, people were singing that lyric for all those years. And then Fogarty himself... After a couple of solo successes, it, was, it wasn't it was the center field tour, but it was a couple albums later. So I see him at the Civic Center, and I was like, did he just actually sing Bathroom on the Right? And you, you couldn't go back because it was a live performance. Yeah. He puts an album out at the end of that tour, and yes, indeed, he does sing There's a Bathroom on the Right in the live performance as a nod to everybody that misheard it. And he hears it all the time, so he probably did it as oh, a yeah, nod Oh, yeah, yeah. People have a good sense of humor about it. Number four, D.O. Taylor. Yes. You picked a fine time to leave me lucille 400 children in a crop in the field i laughed out loud i don't use the lol because i think that you know it's just played but i did laugh out loud when i read that uh, this morning and that's a song that i've always associated with our grandfather's am transistor radio with all the masking tape on it like that was when that song was hot hey stevie yeah we'd be in his pool and 400 children in a crop in the field that is absolutely <laughs> what we're looking for today Deb in Sullivan County and Zoles from oh. uh, the afternoon Zoles Sports Show on Sundays. From did you? 12 to 1. Yes, you did. You did. 
Revved up like a douche, another rover in the night. And I was explaining on our Facebook page, the Colvin Brothers on Z93, that revved up like a douche makes way more sense than the actual word, which Springsteen wrote, revved up like a deuce. I'm not entirely sure what he means by a deuce. Like, if you call someone an ace, it means they're the best at what they do. If you call them a deuce, does that mean that they're the second best? I don't understand. I don't know. I have my own meaning for it, but another time there, Michael. Alrighty. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) This is so funny, because I don't know why this happens, but our Facebook page will put a diamond next to one of the contributors, and it'll say top fan. It's the kind of thing that you would see, like, on the side of a Japanese vending machine. No, that's a thing. It's on our hot stove page, too. It's people that contribute the most. Yeah, so uh, Rob Johnson, RJ, because he will ask for one answer and he'll give us 30, but the best one he had, Bingo or Big Old Jed had a light on, of course, Big Old Jed airliner, Steve Miller, and I don't know if he's ever copped that in a live performance, but it's impossible not to sing it that way once you've heard it that way. And that's a song probably you and I have introed hundreds and hundreds of times working in rock radio. The Big Closer. Big Closer. Number one, Stacy in West Virginia. Yes, we're almost heaven. Hey, people can listen to us online, Z93HV.com. And, and she does. The Girl with Colitis goes by. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the price special. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, well, if good. you listen to the song, it actually sounds like Lennon is saying The Girl with Colitis go by, but it, over the years morphed into goes by. And if you're wondering where you can get a compilation of hundreds of these, there is a book that's probably out of print, but you can certainly Google the info online. It's called Excuse Me While I Kiss This Guy. Yes. And uh, I have a copy, and it's it's full of these, and it's a wonderful representation of what we're talking about. That's the Colvin 5 this week. One word song titles. With the Colvin Brothers on Z93.
Coleman Brothers on Z93. For Mr. Jones in the newsroom, some Genesis. Genesis Abacab. This is where a lot of uh, the early Genesis fans got off the train. I was introduced to the band. This was my gateway drug. Uncle Paul, as always. I love the entire album. And um, there was also a concurrent live LP called Three Sides Live, which is how I learned most of these songs. So yeah. I am absolutely a huge fan of Abacab. After that, they tail off a little bit for me, but we got Mother's Day next week, so you know that we're rolling mama. And you said just before, a couple seconds ago, how well did you know the song? I got a question for you. Yeah. How well do you know me? Uh, you know what? It's been 44 years, and I have no clue. We're brothers. We're the Colvin brothers, and here we go. We're actually going to go back and forth. This is the first time we're doing it. It's not rehearsed, folks. We only do this so that Mike and Maria across the street from me can play along. They, they compete with each other. Oh, Maria beat me again. She got 9 out of 10. <laughs> I don't know if she'll be able to win this one. All right, number one, I'll go first. My first DJ bar gig. You hired me. Where was it? I have to say McGillicuddy's. It was Shenanigans. It used to be Sidewinders, Adventures Cafe, and Hobnob North. That was my first gig <laughs> okay. working at a bar for Michael and 97 or 98. My first one, I don't wake up to do this. You don't get up to eat. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's one of George's favorite quotes because we had uh, a thing for our niece at uh, Shadows. Yeah, she wanted to have an 11 a.m. brunch. Michael just walked in and says, I don't wake up to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And this was when our father was still alive. Like now I've totally assumed the curmudgeon role in our family. But dad dad was still alive. He didn't come either. Uh, Dad didn't come. (laughs) Number two, when I got into trouble with Jude, where did I go to seek shelter? This Uh, is at the Gold Roadhouse. I would have to say there was like a closet in the bathroom that had a laundry chute. Am I right? <laughs> yes. So whenever I got in trouble, and I got in trouble quite often, I was the youngest of five, I ran to the bathroom, but I knew that mom could get the, the key that was above on the on the door frame. Yeah. So I was like, I got like 10 seconds before I can you know get beat. So I... <laughs> So I jumped into the closet, and there was a laundry chute, and I was so small that I was able to get down and get to the basement where your room was. That's outstanding. Number two for you. I was the first U.S. DJ to play the comeback record of this 60s group on the air in July 1986. All right, 1986, so that must have been the AM station. Yep. Uh, first DJ in the probably in the world. It was a band. Oh yeah, one of my favorites in 1986. All oh, the monkeys. Of course it was. Yes. Okay. They uh, and I found out later that this wasn't that unique, but it was one of those things where they were trying to get radio play without telling anybody who it was. So the 45, which I still have, was just a blank white label. But the program I can mention his name. Nick Robbins knew how big of a fan I was, and I was like, Michael. I'm like, yes. He's like, I've got a special treat for you today. You're going to be the first person to play this song on the radio, and it was that was. Was then this is now which yeah. led to the monkey they had already had the mtv marathon but this was the single that they put out to capitalize on it went top 20 and i saw him uh, twice on that tour there you go do you still have it or does uh, stan have it true story no <laughs> <laughs> number three i was once employed by the mafia where did i work it was it was a hockey team I want to call them the Trash Compactors, but I know I'm not quite there. This is a true story. The Danbury Trashers. Yes, that's it. I worked for these guys, and I did PA. I did um, click effects. Um, A connection that I had from the Renegades hired all of us over there to run it. And we quickly found out that it was one of the guys that worked with the mafia. Yeah. And one day I walked in and, and they said, Stephen, we're not we're not doing a game tonight. I said, why? Well, the FBI was here at three o'clock and they took all of our laptops. <laughs> so if you want to look it up online, folks, it's called they're called the Sopranos of Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. This is a major story. I, I've done some private gigs for the mob and I, I miss that. And you don't really see it now. But in the 90s, it was still very prevalent. You would just like count all the pinky rings when you were doing the gig. <laughs> my latest one. Oh, this is you better get this. My first car was? Oh, the Falcon. Yes, the 65 Ford Falcon. Uh, we used to call it the Psychmobile, and uh, the reason why everybody knew it 
I was making a left into John Jay sometime in like, you know, February of 86, and the car died during the process of making the left up of 52. Steven, every <laughs> school bus had to pass my car and go around it in order to get in, so everybody knew the car by then. I think there's a picture probably on your Facebook, and I, it, I remember it with the cars. Dad sitting in there with one leg out, one leg in. Yeah, and he was just like, I don't know, I want to fix this piece of crap. <laughs> Number four, two alcoholic drinks are my Achilles heel. It never ends well. Two. Uh, let's see. I know that you were a Honey Brown fan, but that's not what you're talking about, is it? No, it's not beer. It's booze. Oh, booze? Oh, something that Souls has never tasted. Um, <laughs> why did I just do Lane Bacardi's voice? <laughs> uh, you got to tell me. I don't know. Champagne uh, and tequila. Oh, okay. Tequila? Uh, well, I've got lots of stories for that, but champagne. Okay. Real quick with champagne, when I was working for a digital company out in uh, Hartford, um, I went on a trip down to New York City and had way too much champagne. Long story short, they were taking pictures when I was passed out at the table, and it would show up in presentations for the next six months. There, this is rooms of like 45 people. They're like, oh, here's here's Calvin. They call me Calvin. Here's Calvin passed out at the last event. We can't go back to the city. There are so many pictures of us <laughs> and our family members passed out at events, especially Dad. Uh, this one, I was thanked by this legendary rocker during a February 1993 press conference to launch his latest album. 1993? Yeah. Legendary rocker. Uh, we never do a show without mentioning him. <laughs> Paul McCartney. Yes, indeed. I was going to say D. D uh, Snyder, because I remember you talking about Oh, D. Story. Snyder and I go way back. That's for another game. There is audio and probably video of this press conference I've never been able to locate it. I went to went to this with Greg O'Brien like I did everything in those days. And McCartney let out a joke that just had crickets. There was dead silence. So from the audience, I think we were like fifth or sixth row, I yelled out, ba dum And he goes, thank you. So <laughs> I've always, I don't have, I, somewhere there's evidence that it happened. And the, the funniest part about this press conference, Billy Squire had worse seats than we did. Billy Squire? The actual Billy Squire. I think the, the Glide is a big fan of him. I think you just saw him over at Daryl's house. Everybody! Number five, and this is How Well Do You Know Me? You can go to Amazon and purchase a DVD with me behind the microphone. A DVD? Yep. It's for $14.95. Right now you can go to Amazon. And I didn't know they were recording this to present it on DVD until two hours into it. I know that they used to have like these, you know, wedding shows that they would turn into like, you know, I don't watch reality television, so I wouldn't know the name of it. Is that what I'm, is that what you're talking about? It's an independent wrestling company that presented something at the Renegades called Renegades Rampage. Okay. So they had, they paid for me to get a tuxedo. I was in the ring with Kamala, Sergeant Slaughter, Dusty Rhodes. I mean, all these legends, Mick Foley. And I'm, I actually know all those. I names. bought a DVD for fourteen ninety five. Oh, you can purchase it. That is awesome. And uh, my big closer, <laughs> big closer. I have one hundred thirty five of these hanging in my closet. Hats, no oh, jerseys. jerseys, jerseys. That's right. All uh, and they're all color coordinated. <laughs> and um, there's exactly one hundred thirty five. I have one on order, uh, so that'll 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 throw off my feng shui. But uh, yes, I started collecting in nineteen ninety two uh, for a bonus. What was my first jersey? Seattle Pilots. I wish it was. No, I had that one made by Frost. Years later, uh, it was a Daryl Strawberry Mets. Oh, nice Daryl mm-hmm. Strawberry Mets in, in real time in 1992. We were always big fans of Daryl Strawberry. Happy it was a Yankee. So that's how well do you know me? That was pretty good, right? I enjoyed it. And what's our next tune? We'll do uh, Kiss, and this is Beth from Beautiful Girls soundtrack from 1996. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. I think I hear the 
Say one word, I dare you. Your records just got to number one. With the Coven Brothers on Z93. Yeah. 
It's the Colvin Brothers on Z93. One word song titles. This has been a fun hour. Jay Giles, Centerfold. For Carolyn, listening online at Z93HV.com. I did radio with Peter Wolf, which was a really nice touch because before, we've talked about this on the show, before Jay Giles hit, he was a DJ on BCN. Great guy, legendary, still alive, uh, unlike Jay Giles himself. Uh, and that was the song that really broke them. I certainly knew about them. Love Stinks, it was a little bit before this, and they had some 70s hits like First I Look at the Purse and House Party, but uh, Centerfold was a monster. Yeah, we talked about that recently because Michael's like, did we play that on the show already? I said, no, we talked about him on Who Dies Today. (laughs) I got confused. (laughs) The old roller skating story. And speaking of stories, so with my kids, you know, I always try to, if I'm out and about, go to places that I used to go to when I was younger. We went to Bowdoin Park. Mm -hmm. um, I went to the rail trail because I wanted to see if I could find some of those cookies that we talked about. Yeah. But I said, you know what? We're in the neighborhood. Let's go drive by Gold Road. So we went. Oh. One on Gold Road is now solar powered. Wow! So it doesn't even look like our house anymore. Every, mm. All the trees are gone. Ugh. If you ever get a chance to drive by with Bryce, so we're, we're going up the hill, and I said, "Let me make a right onto Moffat Road. I want to do something that my uncle Paul used to do when I was a kid." <laughs> I know what you're talking about. And he would call it, uh, you, know, you know, Stephen. Let me, let me know if you can if you can feel the butterflies. Mm-hmm. And what we would do is he would go really fast down this road and it was a couple of hills yeah and it was like a little roller coaster it's very similar right outside the station because we do i do it with bryce all the time I'm like bryce oh, ready man. for the dippity do she's like yeah if you go really <laughs> fast on that you're gonna like lose your shocks on I 55 know. but it was something our uncle paul would do and, and olivia talked about it for the next 10 minutes so now it's something i gotta bring it's back it's a thing it's a thing did you go down to the narrow bridge and swing on the vine with the pesnowskis that vine is still there the old two <laughs> is it really yes it's still hanging there and it looks very pathetic and there's like a little bit of water steven this was 40 years ago we did that in 1981 yep, it's still there that that scares me. So we're doing songs all throughout the hour. The, the theme this week is one-word song titles. And anytime that you want to go onto our Facebook page, the Colvin Brothers on Z93, we get a lot of feedback from Denver Daring, mm-hmm. um, from uh, Marshall Rhodes. We get stuff from who's the, who's the other contributor? RJ we talked about. Well, yes. So if you guys have topics that you want to hear on the show, we're going to probably do another Under the Cover show, I'm yep, sure. That's going to be coming up. We're going to probably do at least one more one-hit wonder show and still no Tarzan Boy. Um, and uh, we've got another time. To- you know what? Let's ask that right now. Now, what year should we go back to in our next time tunnel? Time tunnel. What year do you guys want? And hopefully we'll be able to do uh, the Soup Dragons, Divine Thing. I need to get that on the show. Work that in. Uh, Next week, of course, Mother's Day. All the songs are going to be about moms. We love doing the themes. It ties things together and gives us something to talk about. Now, this next song, um, I'm very happy to say I'm finally back at Mahoney's twice a week. Eventually, I'll get back there three nights. So I got karaoke on Wednesdays with Louis Chu. (laughs) And and Saturdays, I'm in the Clotter Room. And this is, it's kind of weird because it's different than what I, I've been there for 17 years. But I can play whatever the heck I want. But it's only being played in the clutter room, or is it played throughout the whole bar? No, but the, 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 Emmett doesn't want to lose any money on the jukebox, so it's just in the clutter room. So, <laughs> But, you know, the Beastie Boys would certainly qualify as a band you'll hear on my Clotter Saturdays. And this is a song that's never, ever been performed live. Really? Never. I never would have thought of it. See, I just learned something from you. How yeah, about that? That's the Beastie Boys, Girls, the Coleman Brothers on Z93. Girls! Back in the day, there was this girl 
want to ensure that you don't turn into their producer, Breckman. Better make that Easter candy last. You're done till Halloween. Oh, you're back at it, huh? Don't make me come back there. Keep your eyes on the road, bucko. Be sure to set your clocks forward one hour. Yeah, that happens automatically now. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Oh, this is going to be a long night. Who do I look like? The Avon lady? Not with those nails. Back in my day, we always answered the phone. Yeah, and you tipped the milkman, too. If I knew you were coming over, I would have left the house. There's still time. I thought a selfie was something you did when your wife was out of town. And now we're going to get thrown off the air. Waste not, want not. You don't have to turn into Breckman. Keep listening to the Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown Comedy. We can help. One word song titles. I just want to say one word to you. Just one word. With the Colvin Brothers. Plastics. On Z93.
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93. ZZ Top. We love ZZ Top at Z93. What song you got right here, kid? Oh, just looking for some tush. <laughs> Sleeping bag. I, I want to hear that on the show one time. <laughs> that was 1985. We got to do another time, though. I, I, that's one of the cassettes that Michael gave me. Yes, indeed. The Afterburner. But uh, Tush, I think, was from Fandango. Don't quote me on that. I'm I, not as well versed in ZZ Top as I am, say, The Who, who, by the way, who? An outstanding new box set, uh, the deluxe edition for the Who Sell Out, my favorite album of theirs. 117 tracks. Come on over for a listening party. Are we talking about CDs? Yes. You're still buying CDs in 2021? I, I buy one box set a year, yeah. and it's always from the year 1967. So <laughs> <laughs> I said to Bryce, because uh, it comes with 245, so that's what she goes. I was like, Bryce, this is Decca. She's like, oh, it's got a rainbow. <laughs> Who died today? In 1972, the first director of the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, dies at 72 years old. And three weeks later, they found all the pictures of him in women's clothing. <laughs> That's why I never, whenever they didn't some, put that in the movie, was that with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom they, Hanks? I saw the biopic. They must have just made an editorial decision not to include that. But yeah, that was a big thing with him. All right, number two, mm. the Navy SEALs shot and killed this man back in 2011. Oh. Operation Neptune Spear. Do you remember who this was? <laughs> Rhymes with two llamas. <laughs> Osama bin Laden. He was shot dead on this day in 2011. Yeah. So let's move on from that. <laughs> what shows are you watching? Here's a couple of shows that I'm recommending and then Michael can jump in. Fear the Walking Dead. Now, I know you you watch Walking Dead, but Lenny James is fantastic. I love Lenny James. He was, show. Am, he was amazing in Jericho. He was the best thing about that one. Yeah, break the walls down. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, I, I tried Fear the Walking Dead. I think I gave up on that on season two. I mean, that was back when Ruben Blades was still there. Uh, he's, still, he's still alive. Oh, I, really? Ruben Blades is still on the show. How? And last episode, because it's, you know, because it's, it's Walking TV, Dead. Yeah, yeah. But he is a big, huge, on the show, Traveling Wilburys fan, and he has all the albums on the show. That's great. Well, there's only two, but uh, there's a box set of those <laughs> as well. Uh, now, do you watch that? There's one on the CW too, right? Like Beyond the Walking Dead or something like that. I did watch it because it connects to the movie that's supposed to happen with Rick. Uh, it wasn't good until the last two episodes. You won't like it. I, I'm not going to bother. You'll despise it. Mm. And uh, for me and Breck, and even you guys, I think uh, Tobin talked about the Roddy Piper one. Mm. A&E does a great job with their biographies. Okay. And they're doing a series of eight wrestlers. And this week is the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, he did give that a lot of props. And uh, you said I, I could suggest some things too. I just finished Outlander. I know a lot of people make fun of me because it's chicky, but you know, there's some really cool torture scenes in it, which is what I appreciate. Um, then I watched the Cecil Hotel on the recommendation of a few friends, and it was one of those series where it would have been a great two episode show. It was uh, directed by uh, Ron Howard and, and Brian Glazer, yeah, but they give way too much time to what uh, people, the, these people that call themselves internet sleuths. So they're, they're, they're really just these. You know, nobody's from the internet that got all this FaceTime that didn't belong there. But it was it was an interesting story. I just felt like it was a long way to go to to find out the conclusion. Yeah, Michael's very up on the Netflix shows, and you mentioned last show, which some people text me about, was the Blockbuster um, documentary. I haven't watched it yet, but that's on my list. So you let me know if it's worth it, and I'll go check it you out. You know what I did watch last night, and we're, we're big Bob Odenkirk fans. Like I remember him from Mr. Show, and he was also on the original Ben Stiller show. He got himself a movie. I'm not sure if I'm ready for for Bob. <laughs> Odenkirk oh, to be man. an action hero, but yeah. there's something about seeing him and Christopher Lloyd, yes, that Christopher Lloyd, toting guns in a warehouse that I found very entertaining. And you know what? The man needs to find some work when they're trying to film the last season of Better Call Saul. Yes, indeed. And I found out we're getting Cobra Kai at the end of this year. <laughs> Hash Brown Comedy. All right, we got to get out of here. We got one more song, which Michael will intro. We got to get out, water our lawns. And I don't know about you, but this is the first time as a homeowner, I'm loving it. The squirrels disappeared. There's no squirrels in my yard. Because, well, your, most of your backyard was taken out by 
bulldozers. Yeah, but I'm loving it. They're not digging holes in my yard, and all the buds are on the trees. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll lend Bryce to you uh, one morning, and she'll keep up coming into your bedroom saying, Dad, yeah, there's a squirrel outside. I'm like, all right, tell him I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to end the show with the Beatles, but what do we got for you, kid? Oh, it's the other 60s band I love. It's the Kings. Lola. L-O-L-A. It's the Colvin Brothers on Z93. All right, we'll do it. One condition. They've got to join in. Sing along, right? I took a lot of persuading. She walked up to me and she asked me to dance. I asked her her name and in a dark voice she said, Lola, LOLA.
The Colvin Brothers Podcast. Number one, number one, number one, number one. It's family. Wow.